You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, guys, welcome back from that quick break. Nick, we're back. Uh, let's talk a little bit about this this uh, this Broncos offensive firepower. I know you've got something on your mind that you want to bring up about where, where maybe the offense can maybe include maybe someone else that they haven't been uh, including so far through these first few games. Yeah, I mean, that, that person has been a star of uh, training camp, and he is proving to be uh, just that uh, – just a, a, a star right now, and that's uh, Montreal Washington. And this guy's not just a gem on special teams. And when we, we saw him in the Raiders game, I think he had returns of 30, 20, and maybe 14 yards. And once again, looking at what this league is and, and knowing as though we see so much of 11 personnel, that's three wide receivers, to, to me, the, the Broncos need to un- unleash the beast, if you will, and pull out all stops when it comes to trying to move this offensive line. And look, I mean, this this league is about cutting your teeth, showing as though that you've earned the right to get those extra reps with the defense and with the offense. And I'll say that, you know, Montreal Washington has definitely, you know, earned that. No one expected him to contribute the way that he's contributing on special teams and just kind of, you know, being that, that, that bright spot, you know, on the special team unit. And for me, it's like, put that guy in. We know that what he can do uh, if you give him space. So um, imagine, you know, you have uh, you, you have Cortland Sutton, then there's Jerry Judy, and then you also have, you know, Montreal Washington pulling up that third wide receiver spot, finding those little small areas. There's a dink and dunk. You're throwing it to him in a flat now. He's in space. And that's basically what being a kickoff returner or punt returner is, is trying to maximize the most in open space and make a guy miss. So why not throw him in the lineup, put a couple of, you know, gadget plays, make sure it's not one of these plays where he's got to pitch it to someone, but give him some bubble screens, some tunnel screens, get him out in space. To me, that would take the pressure off that offensive line and definitely take that pressure off of Russell Wilson. Yeah, Nick, I've actually been advocating for this for a long time. I think that this could give the offense a a really good spark. I mean, you look at, yeah, you do have Cortland Sutton, and he's—I mean—he's been phenomenal for them so far this year. But teams are teams are going to start trying to take him away, right? I think we even saw that a little bit in the Vegas game. Teams are trying to take him away. Jerry Judy is still—it seems like he's still trying to find his way. KJ Hamler played like four snaps and obviously came up with the the, the biggest catch of the game there. Uh, but you know, we haven't seen him a ton. I don't think he's a hundred percent healthy. You lose one of your running backs, like. You need to have some sort of spark on offense. And I think part of the issue, though, Nick, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of times they have these personnel groupings that, you know, it's it's 
you know, just Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy in like two or three tight ends. And I just find that sometimes that's a little bit wasteful just because we haven't seen the tight ends like at all. Right. And I know sometimes that's running the ball and that's different. But when you get these third long situations, I don't understand why Montrell isn't on the field and why they don't maybe use him more. And we actually have audio here. Nathaniel Aska was asked about Montrell Washington and, and the punt returns and maybe how they could use him in offense going forward. So here's the audio from Broncos.com. Confidence. Uh, he's gotten a lot of confidence. I mean, both fielding the punts, uh, making plays afterwards. Uh, I give so much credit to Coach Stooks, Coach Mao, and just that whole unit. They've been giving him some lanes uh, so that he can make some plays and use his skill set. And I think that watching him with his confidence, being able to catch that ball and start returning it and getting some explosive plays, uh, it's exciting. It's, it's going to be exciting every time somebody's got a punt to us. Nick, do you think he'll break one this year? Because it looks like he was really close. the other. It looked like he was really close the other day. You know what? There's a lot that goes into it. Uh, I would love to see it. I mean, he is getting close, but that comes with a commitment from everyone blocking up front because the idea is that, you know, you got a talented guy and he's going to catch the ball. I haven't really seen him fair catch the ball uh, a lot and he's running and sifting through. And it's like, he's not worried about his body. So for me, when I played, you know, Jacoby Jones were, and I played in Houston together. And that was kind of our idea that, Hey, we know we have a guy that's back there who has the talent, the skill set, and he's freaking reckless that we need to make sure we block our guys and sustain those blocks to give him those creases so he can hit his head on the goalpost. So at some point, something's going to break like that for you know Montreal, Washington. But listening to Coach Hackett talk about how great he is and how great it is to see him out there running space and how explosive he is, you would think, okay, hey, you know what? If he's doing it on special teams, George, why don't we put a couple of plays in and create somewhat of an alley or, or, or a chasm for him to run through it just like it is a punt return? I mean, am I wrong in thinking that way? No, no, not at all. I mean, I, I think that get him in bubble screens, get him in some crosser routes, uh, even throw it to him deep, man. Like the guy's, the guy's a burner. I mean, he's, he's going to beat guys. Um, and, and he's also going to be a guy that I don't think teams are going to like key on. Right. I mean, I think teams obviously know he's got speed and he's got talent, but like he's not gonna like if he runs out there with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, I mean he's third on the list, right? Of those of those guys. So I, I think that you could find some favorable matchups for him to make some plays. So maybe that's something they they dial up this week, Nick. Uh, maybe that's something they they install this week. Maybe we see something this week on Thursday night football in a short week. Uh, and that's what I wanted to touch on next, Nick. Is what are some of the pros and cons? Did you play on Thursday night football? Did they have that back in your day, Thursday night football? Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't. I did. No, I did. you did not. Oh, I did. Man. I did. What, what's that like preparing for a short week, Nick? Oh, it's just like you asked me, hey, man, uh, back in your day, did they have those rotary phones? Or, or could you, I mean, No, man. <laughs> yeah. They had uh, Thursday night football uh, back when I played. Thank you, George. But uh, you know what? As a player, you know, Thursday night football, uh, I, I really didn't I didn't really like it as a player because, once again, your week is cut in half. If you get banged up on that Sunday game, you only have so many days to get right for, for Thursday. And you, you're not in your normal routine. And, and this is why, you know, from Sunday to Sunday, they have those, those breaks and you have the, that, that day off is because guys got to get their body back to being prepared to take that pounding and deliver that pounding. You know, Thursday night, you don't get that opportunity. And from a coaching standpoint, 
Uh, it, it is uh, not a favorable one because you got to get get in all your materials uh, before before uh, the game uh, gets going, and you, you don't have an opportunity to change anything. So I'm not we're not going to see too much changing from either side. You know, Frank Reich is not going to change that much. Nathaniel Hackett is not going to change anything. The practice this week is probably going to be all walkthrough. Maybe they may throw in a wrinkle or two, but not that many plays. But as a player, you really don't like it because of the toll that it takes on your body. Now, some players have said that they love it because now you get somewhat of an extra, like an extended buy because you don't play for the following Sunday. I just don't like it, but this is where we are right now. So here's what the Broncos have to do. We were just talking about Montreal, Washington. This would be an excellent opportunity for them to throw a couple of wrinkles in, 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 in this game plan because this is the first time, you know, the Raiders game that we actually saw Russell Wilson look like Russell Wilson and throw the moon ball, even though it was to uh, KJ Hamler. To me, you use Montreal Washington, you know, a, a, as a guy who can just stress the field, just back off the defense and work everything underneath the shallow routes and the intermediate routes. So hopefully that's what Nathaniel Hackett is thinking for the game on Thursday night. Yeah, and we have some audio here from Nathaniel Hackett about playing on Thursday night football, the challenges, but also, I, I believe, you know, looking forward to it after, you know, losing on Sunday. First and foremost, it's about preparation. They have to understand how much uh, mental it is, is because we're going to have to walk through uh, this. Uh, that would be tomorrow, two days. So they're going to have to really lock in from a mental perspective and then take care of their bodies. I mean, we just had a battle the, uh, yesterday versus the Raiders, and now we got another one right around the corner. I personally, is, you know, hey, we lost, and so you want to get back on the field and prove yourself again. I think all of us as a team, we want to get back out there and we want to go back to work. So it's a close turnaround, and uh, that's part of it, and we're excited to get back out on the field. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And thanks to Broncos.com for that audio. Uh, Nick, do you do you think that there's something to that of like, hey, we just lost? And, and obviously it was um, kind of a, a, a morale type loss, too, in terms of you lose, you know, two players that are obviously beloved in that locker room, um, two important guys on the team. And you also lose in a fashion that it felt like the Broncos had a chance to win that. Do you think that plays into, you know, we're happy that there is a short week to turn around and play? I mean, yeah, that's kind of uh, the, the bonus part of it, uh, that you do get an opportunity to kind of uh, put that loss behind you. And Thursday night, you get a chance to go out there from your home crowd. Uh, and, and that's, the, I guess, if you want to say the great thing about Thursday night football, in this case for the Denver Broncos, is that the Colts have to come to you. So they have players that are banged up. They're going to lose a, a day of preparation, which the Broncos will be able to take advantage of, you know, of that from – uh, guys getting their bodies, you know, the treatments and the things that they need, but also that extra day of, of, of walkthrough, the Broncos would have somewhat of, of a slight advantage, not a big advantage, but a slight advantage. But, you know, once again, Thursday night football, you know, it can be that, that great equalizer because both teams have played that game on Sunday. It all depends on how battered and bruised uh, either side uh, are at the time. 
But, you know, looking at the injury report, Javante Williams, Randy Gregory having their injuries, and the Colts have some injuries on, on their own as well. So it, it should make for an intriguing game on Thursday night. Yeah, I mean, Russell Wilson was on the uh, the injury report for the Broncos. He's, I mean, he's expected to play, uh, but he's got a uh, – a shoulder injury on his on his throwing shoulder um and and Hackett said it was just a little bit sore are you concerned at all about seeing Russell Wilson for the first time on the injury report as a Bronco no man you think about this George how many times did we see the uh, New England Patriots injury report and they had like almost uh like 20 players on the injury report Tom Brady was always on the injury report but to me it's just kind of a precautionary reason if a guy has a nick uh, here and there, you know, definitely some teams want to put him on because, you know, there's a rule in the NFL now. If you don't report a guy and his uh, injury and you don't list him on the injury report as being questionable, doubtful, or, or limited, then that could be problematic later on with the league. So, you know, Coach Hackett knows what he's doing. He's taking the right precaution. And this is a perfect week, Thursday night football, for, for guys to be put on this list and, and actually give them some time to walk through. And I'm sure after the game uh, on Sunday, Russ could use it because, once again, this is the first time we've seen Russ look like Russ of old, right? And people have said that, well, he's he's washed. He's not the same guy anymore. Hey, listen, if, if you're in your 30s and you're running around like that and you got Max Crosby bearing down and you're trying to put your face in the, in the dirt, then you're going to have a couple of bumps and bruises. So I don't look at it as being anything serious, George. And if it was, Nathaniel Hackett probably wouldn't have told us anyway. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't think it's serious. I was just trying to stir the pot, Nick, uh, you know, as, <laughs> as I typically do. Uh, uh, but a couple guys that were on there that I don't think will play, uh, P.J. Locke, Aaron Patrick, both concussions, uh, obviously two special teams guys, uh, Quinn Miners. Uh, with the hamstring, I, I don't think they would try to turn around him. It sounded like he had a, a setback last week. I don't think he would play. Caden Stearns was one that um, popped up that I was a little worried about, hip and chest. Um, and then you've got Jonathan Cooper with the hamstring and obviously Randy Gregory, Javante Williams. But, um, Nick, any of those guys stand out? I mean, P.J. Locke and Caden Stearns, um, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know the severity of, of Caden's, but obviously I don't think P.J. will play. I guess that could maybe mean – the rookie uh, Delarian Turner Yell could, could be playing a little bit on Thursday night if they have to. Yeah, Turner Yell played a little in the game uh, against the Las Vegas Raiders. So, and and guess think about it, you know, he, he's primarily playing a special team, and that's where PJ mm-hmm. was kind of filling that void. So, I mean, once again, these are the things that happen. PJ's in concussion protocol. Uh, Caden Stearns, these are the bumps and bruises that you have uh, as an NFL player, and with Justin. Simmons not expected to return for maybe another week, then these are injuries that you have to uh, definitely fight through. You just got to make sure that you're getting your your treatment sometimes uh, once, twice, maybe three times a day to make sure that you're ready to go on Thursday night. Yeah, and and also I should add that uh, tight end Greg Dulcich and uh, cornerback Michael Jamudia, who have been on the injured reserve, I believe both are expected to practice this week. I guess practice in air quotes, um, you know, with, with walkthroughs and stuff. I don't think they'll play Nick. Um, you know, neither one has practiced, especially Dulcich. When you talk about trying to learn an entire offense, he's not been out there. So I just don't anticipate that they'll throw him out there. But at the same time, they really need a spark at that tight end spot. I mean, they just have had nobody make a whole lot of plays there other than Eric Sauber. And, and that's even far and few between. So 
I don't think we'll see. Maybe Michael Ojemudia, right? Because his, his defense is something that he's played in quite a bit, and they need some cornerback depth and, and some depth in that that secondary, especially if you know Locke can't play. Who's going to play that dime spot for him? I, I know we saw rookie Damari Mathis out there a little bit as well. Um, so I'm interested to see if those guys play. I don't think they will. But Nick, let's take a quick break. Then let's dive into some of these key matchups uh, for this Broncos Colts game on Thursday night.